How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. I'm Hadass Kuznets with Kevin Burns, Executive Director of Action Wellness, formerly Action Aids, but now it's Action Wellness. How many years have you been Action Wellness now? We have been Action Wellness for two and a half years. And we have to talk about... Why it's wellness, because AIDS is no longer a death sentence that it used to be. No, absolutely. We changed the name because we really wanted our name to reflect the reality that people with HIV disease today can achieve wellness and live a normal life expectancy and be well, live full, happy lives. So we wanted our name to reflect that. And we also wanted to expand our services to serve other people with chronic illnesses who need help to access medical care. So it's been exciting, and we've actually identified some new HIV-positive folks through our case management services for chronic illness clients. So it's been, it's been a good prevention strategy. So why are we talking about AIDS during a food segment? So we have our signature event, Dining Out for Life, which is on Thursday, April 19th this year. And we're also doing, as an opening event for Dining Out for Life, a food truck roundup on Saturday, April the 14th from 11 till 3 on Locust Street from 13th Street to Kamak. And we're really excited about the food truck roundup this year. We will have 15 food trucks, amazing food trucks with scrumptious food. And we're also adding this year, because we're doing it on a Saturday, a beer garden with yards. And we're very excited about that. And Yards has a special brew, an action IPA, that we'll be serving um, at the beer garden. So we're very excited about that. And they, You're shutting down the streets? We are. We're shutting down the streets. We're going to have a party. This sounds like a big festival. It is a big festival. It's, it attracts a, a large crowd. We're really hoping people will come out. We're hoping for good weather. No more nor'easters, right? People can come out. We're also going to have some artisan makers there. So we have Workerly's Ice Cream. Then they will be serving a special blend ice cream sandwich that's dedicated to dining out for life in addition to their other classic flavors and john and kira's chocolates will be there as well and also machine shop bolognese i'm not pronouncing that right but there you go your french is much better than mine but um bakery products so they'll be at the food truck roundup as well how does it work people buy their food so people, and drink yep Buy their food, buy their drink. The All the food trucks have very generously donated 33% of what they raised that day back to Action Wellness to support our services. So it's very similar to Dining Out for Life, but food trucks, and it's like a street festival. It's a lot of fun. Did you move it from during the week to the weekend? Was it always on the weekend? We did. No, we used to do it the day of Dining Out for Life when it was a much smaller event, but it's really grown. People really love this event. So we wanted to have a day that was just for the food truck roundup itself. So it's sort of our lead up to Dining Out for Life. People love the food trucks. They do. Well, they're delicious food. Some of the food is incredible from the food trucks. So, um, yeah. yeah. So you made it its own event. It is its own event. Yep. How much do you hope to raise this year? Now, a third is very generous. It is very generous. Um, We're hoping that this year will be bigger and better than ever. So we're hoping for about $30,000 from the food truck roundup. That's... um, that's what I'm envisioning, so we'll hope. And then Dining Out for Life is the following Thursday, April 19th. 
Explain how that works. Yes. So it's very similar. We have about 200 restaurants in the Delaware Valley who will be participating in Dining Out for Life. And that evening, the restaurants will donate again 33% of what they bring in in food revenue back to Action Wellness to support our services. Now you say the Delaware Valley, so that's not just Philadelphia. No, it's not. It's it's Philadelphia. It's also in Delaware County, Montgomery County, Bucks County, and in Southern New Jersey. And we have partner agencies that the agency, the local aid service organizations in those counties will benefit from Dining Out for Life. And then all of the restaurants in Philadelphia, the money will benefit Action Wellness. What's your goal for Dining Out for Life? Our goal is $250,000 this year. So 250 plus 30,000 is 280. Where does all that money yep. go? What so do you use it? That money goes to support all of our programs at Action Wellness. We um, have not had an increase in our government contracts for case management, for housing services. Our volunteer buddy program is completely supported through this event and through our fundraising. And our services are really focused on helping people with HIV disease and other chronic illnesses to access primary medical care, to make sure people have all of the practical things that they need. They have a a house to live in. They have good food to eat. They have insurance. They have transportation, everything they need to make sure they stay connected with their doctors and stay on their medications and achieve wellness. It seems like now more than ever with this administration, fundraiser like this are extremely important because social net services are being cut. Absolutely. Yeah. We're facing some really challenging times. And so um, it's a real opportunity for the community to come together and to show and to demonstrate what's important to us. And we think at Action Wellness that wellness is important for the whole community. So we're hoping people will come out and support us and join us in the fight. So that's reflected in your budget. You're getting cuts. They've been. It's been level funded, but we're facing, I think, a really difficult year. Um, the Congress just passed an omnibus spending uh, bill, and so we're a little concerned about Ryan White funding moving forward. It was level funded. But of course, we're serving more people. So a level fund is re- level funding is really a cut because you're serving more people with the same amount of money. So we've had to keep up. So explain why this is important. Why this money is important? You say you serve people, help them get on their stay on their medication, get housing. How does that connect to people living with HIV and AIDS? So it connects because people with HIV disease who have access to really good care, who have access to medication. Um, all of the services that we provide can live normal life expectancy. And a lot of our clients, we've, we've in the last um, year, 30 of our clients have returned to full-time employment, which is really amazing. So they're you know working, they're supporting themselves, and that's what we want for all of our clients. So it makes a huge difference for people when they have access. Access to care is so important. And you, of course, can't think about your care if you don't have housing. Absolutely. You know, housing is treatment for people. Housing is care. And so we work really hard to try to, and there's waiting lists for most of the housing subsidies programs. So housing is a huge barrier for us. And and the number one issue that our clients identify as what they need. So we spend a lot of time on housing and trying to connect with people in the community to get them into housing programs. So housing is the number one thing that your clients need? Absolutely. And then is it food? I would say food, housing, and transportation are the three biggies that we struggle with in getting people to their appointments, making sure that they have. And insurance is also really important. It's been a lot easier since the Affordable Care Act, and hopefully that will stick around a long time. Um, So now that we can get insurance for our clients, that's less of an issue. And then sort of a lot of the psychosocial issues. We work with the clients that we work with at Action Aids, 95% of them are living well below the poverty line. So 
struggling just to get by day by day is a huge barrier for our clients. I find it interesting that you say food, housing, transport, and insurance above medicine. Yeah, well, you know, all of those things, if you have, if you if you don't have a place to live and you don't have food to eat, medication is probably pretty far down on the list of what you're thinking about just in terms of trying to survive day to day. So we find that once those things are in place, we have much better outcomes in terms of people getting their medication, being adherent to their medication. Adherence to medication is huge for people with HIV. You have to take your medication every day at the same time every day. And um, so if you're hungry, you're not going to be thinking about medication. You're thinking about where am I going to get something to eat? Or if you're living on the street, it's impossible to sort of take your medication and stick to a, a medication schedule. What kind of a success rate have you had? Yeah, so we have, we have found that clients who get medical case management from us, we also have a pharmacy program, which is a, it also focuses on medication adherence. We have found that about 80% of our clients in our pharmacy program achieve medication adherence and have much better results, medical outcomes in terms of um, decreasing their viral load, which is huge for people with HIV disease, and making sure that their CD4 counts are in a healthy range. So we've had really good outcomes with clients who are really engaged with us. And that's, you know, we talk about we serve probably about 4,000 clients a year at Action Wellness, but it's really about the one-on-one relationship that clients have with our staff, with the medical case manager who meets with them twice a month, who makes sure that they're getting the support that they need. And that relationship really allows us into their lives and to know what kinds of challenges they're having, whether it's mental health issues or addiction, domestic violence, whatever the issue is, that we can provide support and help them to get services around those things increases their chance of having better medical outcomes. We want to keep people out of the emergency room, out of the hospital. We want to keep them healthy, in the community, in stable housing, and well. We want them to achieve wellness. How many people in our area would you say are living with HIV or AIDS? So in Philadelphia, in the region, there are about 30,000 people who are living with HIV disease, which is a huge number. Also, there's you know a lot of work that we do um, around prevention, education for young people about HIV disease. Unfortunately, you know, pe- people who are, n- who are HIV positive, who are not in treatment, still do die of AIDS. And we need to sort of remember that. Re- and there's no reason today. I'm re- one of the programs I'm most proud of at Action Wellness is our perinatal program. So we have a program that works with HIV positive pregnant women. And the whole goal of that program is to work with the women to keep them in care, to get them good prenatal care. Last year, we had 40 babies who were born HIV negative in that program, which is amazing. There's no reason for a baby today to be born HIV positive. And so that's a program I'm very proud of and and a real measurable outcome. When you think about it in economic terms, it's much less expensive to make sure that baby is born HIV negative than to take care of a lifetime of care for a baby who's born HIV positive. So how how have you turned the table? Because that doesn't mean that... If you're HIV positive and you give birth to a baby, it's not going to be necessary. It used to be that the baby was positive? Absolutely, so yeah. So what changed? Yeah. What- so the medications have changed and the way that the baby's delivered has changed. Keeping the mom on medications during her pregnancy and decreasing her viral load decreases the chance of the baby being born positive. That's amazing. And so we work really hard to make sure that our moms are getting really good prenatal care, that they're getting HIV specialty care, that they're getting their their blood work done to monitor their viral load and their CD4 count. And we're keeping them healthy during their pregnancy. And then they're giving birth to healthy babies, which is beautiful. And it's 
what we're all about. Well, it's definitely reason to celebrate. So this week is a real celebration. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the food truck roundup, what's your favorite part about that particular event? My favorite part, I think, of the food truck roundup is it's really a festival kind of feeling. We get a large crowd of people who are all there and really committed to supporting us and to having a good time, to, you know, sharing wonderful food from the food trucks and now a wonderful beer from Yards Brewery. And it's a real community feeling. Um, People have a good time. Um, it's a, it's a great opportunity to sort of meet people you maybe haven't seen all winter long because the spring is here. So it's just the, the atmosphere I think is what I love best about the event. It's a community event. So what street is it on again? It's on Locust Street and it is on Locust Street from 13th all the way to Kimak. And where's the beer garden? The beer garden, I believe is uh, between Kimak and 12th, I believe. Um, but you won't be able to miss it. It'll be all, all, um, cordoned off and uh, very festive. And dining out for life also. So that's not like yeah. a very visual event. It's not like a street fair, but it is very important. It's very important. And we're very grateful. You know, that event started the first year we did that event. I think we had four or five restaurants who participated and we raised $1,000. And we were thrilled with that. But it has really grown to be our signature event. Um, so about 200 restaurants are participating. They very generously give us 33% of what they bring in that evening. And um, again, it was a real collaboration with the restaurant community who wanted to, in the early days of the epidemic, restaurants had a lot of their staff who had HIV and AIDS and who died of AIDS. And so it was really the restaurant community who wanted to do something to support AIDS service organizations. And the event has become international. It happens all across the country and in Canada now. So it started um, in Philadelphia? It did start it. It was one of our... Um, One of our volunteers came up with the idea, and it has grown to be an international event. It raises millions of dollars across the country and in Canada to support AIDS services. Amazing. Yes. So from $1,000 to $250,000 and millions around the world. Absolutely. Come on out, celebrate with us um, at the Food Truck Roundup, which will be on Saturday, April the 14th, and then come out on Thursday, April the 19th, to Dining Out for Life. How do people make reservations and do do you need to make reservations? So probably reservations are a good idea because most of the restaurants get very crowded. So you can call the restaurant. You can visit our website, actionwellness.org, and click on Dining Out for Life. And there's a complete list of all the participating restaurants with their phone numbers. You can call the phone numbers to make reservations or you can make reservations through Open Table. Um, And I would recommend people make reservations because the restaurants get packed, which we love. All right. Kevin Burns, Executive Director of Action Wellness. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for inviting me. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 